Chapter 2 You might be wondering why I've got such a weird name. When I was little and couldn't sleep, Mum used to sit on the edge of my bed and tell me where it came from. I got my name from the place where my mother lay down in the back of a rust-coloured camper van with my father and conceived me. When they woke up the next morning, my father tried to cook sausages on a flame about the size of a Bunsen burner, and my mother staggered out of the van, shielding her eyes against the sun rising over the fields, and went to find out where they were. We're in Zela, she shouted to my father. He came out of the van, blinking with a sausage speared on the end of a yellow screwdriver. What? he shouted back. My mother rolled her eyes and gave him her affectionate, exasperated look. Zela, she said again, quieter. We're in Zela, Cornwall. She grabbed the burnt sausage and ran away with it over the poppy fields, shrieking like a child. My mother was just eighteen and my father twenty-two. They were running away from their jobs and parents to start a new life together on the Cornish coast. It was the eighties, so my mother was wearing pedal pushers and a white ruffled shirt with big gold hoop earrings and her black hair in a ponytail. Yes, really, she said, looking at my face of disgusted disbelief. My father was wearing what he always wore, red checked shirt, jeans and timberland boots. By the time my mother turned nineteen, she'd given birth to a black-haired, red-cheeked baby girl, me. She looked into my cot at the hospital and remembered that magical night in the leaky camper van on the road towards Penzance. Of course, she murmured, sniffing my sweet, baby-smelling skin. Zela, that's what I'll call you. Zela. And that's how I got my name. Actually, that's a complete load of crap. But that's the version I believed until I was about twelve. And then, after Mum died, Dad came into my bedroom one night and broke down in tears. We never stopped arguing even back then, he said. His fingers were pressed over his face. Hot tears squeezed into the webbed bits between them and ran slowly down his leathery hands. He smelled of old beer and cigarettes and kept letting out these weird belching noises. To add to my major stress levels, he was eating a bag of bacon-flavoured crisps and every time he opened his mouth, I could see loads of soggy potato moving about on his tongue. Gross. Even on the night you were born, we argued he said. I frowned. In my mother's version of events, my father was at home smoking fat cigars and ringing friends and relatives with the wondrous news of my birth. I told him this, trying not to look too closely at Dad chomping on his crisps. Your mother always wanted you to think that our marriage was perfect, said Dad with a big hiccup. Actually, I was at the hospital all night, arguing. With this revelation, he shattered another piece of family history to bits of fake plastic in the blink of a hot, wet eye. I asked him what they were arguing about. Big mistake. Your name, said my father, screwing up the crisp bag and chucking it on the floor. I wanted to call you Louise, but your mother said that was wet and boring and she was going to come up with something outlandish and weird just to spite me. What happened next, I said. I was keeping one eye on the empty crisp packet on the floor and edging away from my father to avoid being touched by his wet, salty hand. My fear of contamination was new and raw back then. I hadn't yet invented germ alert or dirt alert. She picked up a copy of Country Hiking magazine from the bedside table, said my father, and she flicked through it with her eyes shut 
and then she stabbed a finger down onto the page. He hiccuped again and stabbed his own finger hard onto my leg at that point. I winced but said nothing. She opened her eyes and her finger was on the word Zela, said my father. And that was it. That's what she called you. Oh, I said. I felt flat and cross and very much in the present day. So you didn't come up with the idea in Cornwall on a romantic camping holiday then? Nope, sorry, said my father. We never camped. And whilst I'm ruining all your childish illusions, I might as well tell you that you were conceived in a damp council flat in Deptford. We had cockroaches. Then he blew his nose. I ducked under the sheet to avoid droplets and left me sitting up in bed with my sense of identity lying in pieces around me.